Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com, that's cnjradio.com, or you're subscribing and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you, especially everybody who does that. Before we get started here, and yes, we've got another edition of the odds and ends of last year getting 2016 all cleared out with the EP tribute album, reissue live album thing. Yes, just want to give a special shout out to Dave of Wildlife. Went to see Wildlife last week at Three Links in Dallas. They put on an amazing show. Dave was super cool. In short, I just want to say stand-up guy and a man of his word. I'll be featuring Wildlife on a future edition here of Rock Strikes 10, but until then, go buy the brand new Wildlife album, Out on Your Block, W-Y-L-D-L-I-F-E. Great stuff. All right. Like I said, we're doing another Odds and Ends episode, just like last episode, getting 2016 finished up with. And speaking of Wildlife, great band that you should be supporting and buying all their stuff, their latest album, and I believe their previous album, was produced by Tuck, of the biters yes so we're going to kick off the show here with the biters they have a new compilation out called cut your teeth you can go get it on pledge music and if you do that there's a bunch of extra cool stuff that you could buy i did that i got the t-shirt signed record package very 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 good very happy with it man i pledged on that thing and i had it in a couple of weeks so that was a breath of fresh air because you know with pledge it's all about the weight you know, being patient, you're sponsoring the release, and with this one, they already had the songs ready to go, because it was a best of, so got the t-shirt and record in very short order, so Biters, you do great work, happy to support, I'm sure Cut Your Teeth is going to be out on all these other formats, I believe, now at this point, not just Pledge, so just keep an eye out of Google Biters, Cut Your Teeth, and support this, it's a compilation of early singles, EP releases, and stuff like that. And I think they put together a pretty damn good compilation. So to whet your appetite and to support this release, kicking off this week's show, this is The Biters and Indigo.
This week's episode of The Odds and Ends from Last Year, Volume 2, That Was Indigo by The Biters. I hope while they're promoting Cut Your Teeth that they use that song as the main focus because that song, In a Perfect World, is a huge hit. So maybe give it a second chance out there to give it some new life. All right, moving on here. Going back to the Texas side of things here, from Georgia to Texas, and a band that I mentioned when I was on Talking Metal last month, and happy to do it because... These guys definitely deserve the attention. They have an amazing new EP out. I say EP, but it's about a half hour, which is almost like industry standard for full length. But Huffer from Fort Worth, yes, Huffer, H-U-F-F-E-R. They have a self-titled record out that was originally released on the Synaptic Empire record label, actually, Randy Brown. Yes, from the cnjradio.com family. And the album was so good that some other... Uh, Indie Label immediately picked it up and is now releasing it. So I don't know what the ins and outs of that was. I'm not hip to the record industry business side of things, but I know that this thing is a hot item and it is in demand. And I'm not just saying that. Proof positive. You got to hear this. I played something off this release not too long ago, but you got to hear another song off of it. And damn, if you're not buying it already, you can get it on iTunes and Amazon and I'll get the website for the direct purchase right after this. But until then, turn it up for Huffer. This is Rhode Island.
All right, that was Huffer and the song Rhode Island from their self-titled EP release. Go get that. Like I said, Amazon, iTunes, and the direct website link to purchase is doforitrecords, D-O-F-O-R-I-T records, dot bigcartel.com. Okay, moving along here. It's time for uh, a twofer of shredtastic rock and roll or a double shred shot. Maybe I can coin a term for it later. We're going to kick it off with one of the most seminal guitar releases of all time, especially as far as solo guitar albums go. I don't know if there's been a more influential release of that particular genre than Steve Vai's Passion and Warfare, at least not on my side of things. And I hear from a lot of players from this particular modern era of metal and hard rock in general about how influential the Passion Warfare album was to them. Uh, specifically, people like Nina Strauss always gives it up for this record. And, of course, a boatload of other people. But, you know, it, it almost had the exact opposite effect on me. I don't mean this to be disparaging, but Passion and Warfare pretty much made me give up wanting to be a soloist, a guitar solo player, rock star guy. Like... Now I was settled on the fact that I knew I was never going to be Eddie Van Halen or Steve Vai. And that that's fine with me. If I had made it, I would like to have hoped that I would have been like a, a Steve Clark type or a Malcolm Young type, a, a riffmeister, if you will. But that does not take away from my enjoyment of Steve Vai's material, especially the Passion and Warfare record. It is a must-own, in my opinion. And, you know, the, the knock on a lot of guitar albums, especially for people that don't own a lot of them, or maybe you heard a handful of them back in the day, but the knock on them is that they're not enjoyable albums, uh, you know, as far as repeated listens, they get a bit boring, they just noodle all the time, and it doesn't go anywhere. Passion and Warfare is a true journey from start to finish. No two songs are alike. It sounds cliche. It's almost like a concept record. I don't even know what the concept is. But I do know that it's interesting. It's like a damn movie. So you must go pick up Passion and Warfare if you don't have it already. The reason I'm featuring it here on this Odds and Ends episode is because last year there was a 25th anniversary release that was put out for Passion and Warfare. And it was actually packaged, I would have to say in a very smart fashion, packaged with Steve's brand new studio album called Modern Primitive. So go pick up that release you got me, Steve. I got. I, I was going to listen to your new record anyway, but packaging it with the anniversary edition of Passion and Warfare, really smart move, plus bonus tracks from the Passion and Warfare sessions. And just uh, I could play anything off of this album, and I think it would pique your interest. Uh, there's a few favorites that I have. Of course, most people have heard audiences listening and fun stuff like Greasy Kid stuff. But I'm going to play you this one. I think this kind of gets the overall aspect of the schizophrenic nature of Passion and Warfare. And how many more times can I say the album title? But from said record, this is Steve Vai and Erotic Nightmares.
So Steve Vai there with Erotic Nightmares from the 25th anniversary of Passion and Warfare packaged in there with Modern Primitive. Go check it out if you're any decent fan of the man. The thing I always love about Steve is, you know, I don't think he ever forgets where he came from. He's always good about referencing his roots, especially his roots with Frank Zappa. And without being annoying about it and without being a, hey, I played for Frank Zappa kind of guy, because there's people like that. But I think for the most part, most people that are in the Frank alumni are respective of it. And, you know, there's always a few musical callbacks, I believe, to Frank throughout all of Steve Vai's releases. So let me know what you think out there, if, you, if you've heard a lot of them. All right, moving on here, we're going to play something to represent the release called Killer Elite, which is a best of Dragon Force. Yes, Dragon Force has been around long enough to have a best of record out. Legitimately, 14 years as a recorded band. So, legitimate, yes. And I, I'm, you know, I don't know that I'm not the biggest Dragon Force fan in the world. Honestly, I have never heard any of their albums top to bottom. And that's not me picking on them or anything. I, there's just so many bands. I just feel like I haven't gotten around to them. I know they kind of came into decent prominence through the Guitar Hero games and stuff like that. At least that's what I've heard. But I'm excited that there's a best of out that I can reference and get an idea on how much I like them or not. Uh, I've listened to a handful of it so far, and I'm going to play you my current favorite song off of it. So we'll take the Dragon Force journey together in case you haven't gone down that road either. So come along with me and we'll listen to Holding On. Check it out.
There you go, some Dragon Force with Holding On from their new Best Of album called Killer Elite. If you're intrigued, go check it out. It sounds like a good place to start, I think. Check out uh, one of the best representatives of European hero metal over the last decade. All right. Speaking of the Brits, but moving on to something completely different, I'm going to play something off the brand new release by the Rolling Stones. They have a new blues cover album out called Blue and Lonesome. And this is actually their 25th proper studio release that wasn't a best of or a live album. I think if you count those, you're probably getting into at least 100 releases. But the 25th studio album, which is a blues cover album, so it counts. They went in the studio as one thought and recorded the whole thing right there. And I enjoy it. It's you know definitely going to be a critical favorite. I knew that from the get-go because... Stones doing blues covers like they used to do back in the day when they first started. This is definitely a callback to their initial records, especially. So I knew the critics were going to be raving about it. Honestly, I I really enjoyed the last Stones studio album, Bigger Bang. That thing is really good and super underrated. You should definitely go check that out. But I'm definitely not disparaging Blue and Lonesome. It's a solid release as itself. I'm going to play you my current favorite song off of it. This is a Willie Dixon song, which... If you're a Zeppelin fan, you're definitely familiar with Willie Dixon. So here you go. This is the Rolling Stones and Just Like I Treat You.
Stones with Just Like I Treat You, Willie Dixon cover there, off of Blue and Lonesome. Go check out that record. Nothing wrong with it at all, especially if you love Mick, Keith, and the boys. Who are the rest of the boys? You know them, right? Ron Wood, Charlie Watts, Daryl Johnson, who still can't make the photo. But I love Daryl. All right. (laughs) Speaking of equal rights... (laughs) I'm leaving that in. Going to play something from an EP that came out last year called Prophets of Rage. Yes, and in a year like the year that we had, and like the year we are currently having, let's just say I am very grateful that an act like this exists because somebody's got to do it. There's a lot of people doing it, but... I'm glad especially that these particular voices are doing it. These are our voices of rage in music, modern culture, what have you. Uh, I like the whole thing. Multiracial definitely has a particular agenda, let's just say. So, you know, this definitely works in this day and age, especially politically, if I may go there. I'm not totally going there right now, but I so want to. But I'm just going to let the Prophets of Rage do it here. Listen to this song a lot last week, let's just say. So here are the Prophets of Rage, and the party's over.
Be Real, Chuck D, DJ Lord, Tim Comerford, Tom Morello, and Brad Wilk making up the Prophets of Rage. They have an EP out, also called The Party's Over, which contains two studio tracks right there, The Party's Over, a song called Prophets of Rage, plus some live jams, covers. They do a uh, updated version of Rage Against the Machines Killing in the Name. They do a cover of Beastie Boys No Sleep Till Brooklyn with a little bit of an update on it as well. And Bring the Noise, I believe. They also do Bring the Noise on there. Yeah, without it in front of me, I believe that's right. Go pick it up. I recommend, you know. I like that particular blend of hip-hop and hard rock. Just the right amount of both without one being too powerful over the other. That's what I think, at least. Any other uh, Rage Against the Machine fans that uh, is mad about this because it doesn't have Zach De La Roca in it, well, he doesn't want to do it, so screw him. Let someone else do it. All right. <laughs> We're going to move once again over to something completely different. Uh, a guy who came around in the 90s with a really cool classic rock kind of band called Brother Kane and has now done a bunch of other things over the years, including a stint in the Alice Cooper group and also now currently in Black Star Riders. But Damon Johnson, still out there and still doing solo material. He's never stopped doing solo material, even post-Brother Kane. So there's stuff to go dig up by him. So I recommend looking up Damon Johnson as a whole and just getting into him because he is a very talented, solid singer-songwriter kind of guy. Huge rock edge to him. And I'll, I'll prove it right now. Or I'll, better yet, I'll have him prove it. So off of Damon's latest EP... This is Nobody Using.
from the EP entitled Echo. That was Damon Johnson with Nobody Using. Go check out that release and support it. It's available digitally and physically. So represent, buy your music legitimately. You'll appreciate it more, and of course, they will definitely appreciate it. Just knock it off with the Spotify already. They don't make any money off of it. It's it's fine for previewing, but Jesus, man, buy a few records here and there. You know who you are. All right, and you may not be expecting this, but I'm going to play you something by David Bowie. Yes, we have already done our year-long four-part tribute to David Bowie, and David, of course, uh, never leaves us too comfortable, always guessing, and just out of nowhere... I didn't even know about this, but Logan, who did the specials with me, hit me to this, is that there were three extra songs from the Black Star sessions that wound up on the Lazarus musical soundtrack. And I was blown away by this. I'm like, gimme, gimme. So there are three new Bowie songs out there. And the cool thing is, let's say, for instance, you don't want to buy the Lazarus musical soundtrack and hear other people singing David Bowie songs. I haven't heard it, so I can't comment on it. But the cool thing is, there is an EP out called No Plan that literally just came out once again on David's birthday, which would have been his 70th birthday. And it has the song Lazarus on there, and then the other three songs are the uh, previously unreleased songs from the Black Star Sessions. So if you're a fan, run, don't walk. I'll play you something off of it here from the No Plan EP. This is Killing a Little Time.
from the No Plan EP and also from the Lazarus musical soundtrack. That was Killing a Little Time by David Bowie, a song you might not have heard yet, but I bet you're going to want to own it now. Yes, yes indeed. All right, moving on, we're going to make another jump genre-wise. Play something off of last year's reissue of Pantera's The Great Southern Trend Kill. I, I've really been enjoying the rollout of the Pantera reissues because they give you a lot of bang for your buck, never charging too much, especially even just with the extra disc. It's almost like paying for one, so I dig it. And a couple of times now they've done like the cool shirt packages and just things like that. As a fan, I enjoy those things. I feel like it helps and stuff that I want to own. So good on you, whoever's handling this Pantera catalog. I'm assuming it's Vinny. But who knows? And Rhino, of course, Rhino always does a bang-up job. Still doing it out there. But the cool thing about the Great Southern Trend Kill thing is that I, I noticed that Rhino's been doing this. They did it with the Sabbath reissues. They basically, for the bonus tracks and bonus disc, they take the entire album and retrack it with either alternate takes, live versions, or just out-and-out -out remixes. And so it's like reinterpreting the album all over again. I, I think it's a neat concept, actually. And, you know, so I'm all for it. And I'm just surprised that they have that kind of stuff in the vault sometimes. They really didn't do a lot of vault stuff for Vulgar Display of Power. Like every other reissue got like the extra bonus disc treatment except for Vulgar, which is arguably their best album. I think it is at least. And I know I'm not alone in that opinion, but nothing wrong with Great Southern Trend Kill. I, it's the one I probably listened to the least when it was out, honestly, but... It sounds so fresh when I put it on, so it's almost like I have a new Pantera album to enjoy. I know that may sound like blasphemy to some people, but I it just I just never gave it a lot of time when it was out. I just kind of took it for granted. And uh, But I'm, I'm glad this reissue really uh, shined a new light on it for me, so I'm very grateful. I've noticed over the years that this particular track that I'm going to play has really garnered a lot of love from the hardcore pantera fans and then when you read like you know guitar world articles talking about dime they always single out the solo on this particular song and when it was out i thought it was really cool but you know now it's almost become a thing of legend this song so i figured i'd just spotlight it here on this odds and ends episode all seven minutes of it of course if you're a fan you know what i'm going to play you now this is floods <laughs> Oh, 
right, some epic guitar work there, of course, by the late Dimebag Daryl, along with Rex Brown, Vinnie Paul, Phil Anselmo, one of the tightest metal bands ever assembled, period. That is a fact. That is, of course, a little bit of Texas pride sneaking in there, but come on. People are still trying to catch up to Pantera. Most of them are never going to do it. But you can always listen to Great Southern Trinkill and, and try to figure it out at least. Okay. Last song I'm going to play here on the show. This is a real stellar track in my opinion. And once again referencing my Talking Metal appearance last month. The great Mark Striegel reminded me about this band existing. So I immediately went and bought the EP and pre-ordered the full length, which just came out actually. I haven't even listened to the full length yet because I'm doing that thing where I'm just listening to the EP and I'm going to try to wear it out as much as I can before I move on to the full length. I know that's a real nerdy thing to do, but that's what I do sometimes. And this is a new band, a, uh, a pseudo super group, basically a collective of guys from bands you should know called Gone is Gone. And Gone is Gone officially is Troy Sanders of Macedon, Troy Van Leeuwen, sometimes of Queens of the Stone Age, and also from the original lineup of Perfect Circle, Tony Hajar from At The Drive-In, and a guy named Mike Zarin, who is just billed as a multi-instrumentalist who has worked with Troy Van Leeuwen before. So they got together and started this band called Gone Is Gone, and I'm really, really enjoying it. Uh, you know, I hate to use the word supergroup because, you know, hardcore music fans equate the word supergroup with disappointment, I believe, because they never seem to deliver on what you would expect, which is a combination of all the places that they came from coming together and making one sound, you know, just like a hybrid in a blender kind of thing and you spit it out and you get those particular bands from where they're from. This is actually one of those instances where I believe they deliver on the pedigree of bands that they came from. Cause if I had to describe gone as gone, it really is like Mastodon meets at the drive in meets a perfect circle. I don't think my brain tricked me into saying that it's just the truth. So you should definitely go pick up their stuff. By the way, that's a good thing that they sound like a combination of those bands. Cause while being a combination of those sounds, it really does sound like an original thing. So I'm recommending the EP for right now, which is self-titled. So go pick it up. And the opening track on it really just sold me right away. So here they are, and Viola Scent.
That was Gone Is Gone and Violacent from their EP entitled Gone Is Gone. Go check it out. I'll be featuring some material from the full-length album uh, once I get around to doing the first Rock and Rank episode of 2017. Can't tell you really when it's going to happen because I have to buy and check out 10 records that are worth getting. So, TBA. All right, I hope you've enjoyed this particular episode. Closing out all of the odds and ends that were worth picking up from 2016. Go buy and support all these releases if you enjoyed them. Check me out on Facebook and all types of social media and let me know what you thought of this particular episode. What were your favorite tracks? What were your least favorite tracks? Doesn't matter. All feedback is good. Additionally, you can go to cnjradio.com for every episode of Rock Strikes 10, including the ones you can't get on iTunes anymore. Also, while you're on there, check out The Synaptic featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative. New episodes up now, ready to enjoy. See, just like that. They're up and about. His 2016 retrospective is up as well. I highly recommend it as a good listen. And also, while you're on there, check out Last Theater on the Left and Wrestling House Show blogs, both by Chris, still out there in Japan, doing well. He says hello. Actually, he he didn't say that, but I'm assuming if he was here, he would. (laughs) All right. Before we get out of here, extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Spacebeard for the awesome outro. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for more information. Purchase their awesome new album, Gone. And, of course, tell them the Rock Strikes 10 sent you. All right, everybody, we'll see you on the next one. Have fun.